welcome to the Friday pod. And I believe we might actually have a name for it. So we're going to call it the Friday conversation. And I am here Mm -hmm. with the Canadian bomber, the Canadian shaman, the Canadian Bill Simmons, the Canadian son of Loretta Curran. And for this podcast, what can we call you? Hmm. Oh, hmm. Ah, well, what, let's call you by your title. First. Your title is Chief Creative Content Officer. Yes, sir. And today, I have a topic for you. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with you people? (laughs) And I mean that in the oldest way possible, in the most washed way possible, obviously, I think. Yeah. But actually, I'm I'm kidding. But actually, I'm here with Nico. and We're going to talk about um, just, I guess, the 20s and how those conversations go and 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 I have no idea why they are the way they are. So hopefully <laughs> I'll learn something today. Yeah. About um uh, my younger brethren here and uh let's kind of get into it because <clears throat> it, th- this conversation was sparked uh on a telephone call. Yeah. And yeah. um I was really intrigued by the now what is called trolling yeah i guess in my day would be called (laughs) sarcasm or you just being an ass well yeah sometimes it expands beyond that i think Mm -hmm. and like just some of the simple goals of trolling is just like I want to get a rise out of somebody. Yeah. Okay. Does it seem like it seems to be everywhere? Like if I look at Twitter, if I really look at Twitter, yeah, and somebody puts out a comment, it could be the most mundane comment on the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. I will see people in there. Just saying some really outlandish stuff about this comment. Yeah. And I'm like, why is there so so much vitriol in this comment? And then I go, oh, oh, he's trolling. Yeah. Okay, so define it for me. Define it for somebody who is 50 years old. What is trolling <laughs> and why is it such a huge part of our lexicon well i think there's there's definitely layers to it i think it's kind of at the point in the modern day where it's kind of became like a catch-all term for all sorts of um either playfully messing with people joking around to straight up like what you were talking about harassment and things that just aren't okay. Um, I think it's a thing where the, the more you do it, like it has diminishing returns for sure. And the further you go, um, it, it definitely like it, it, it can packed people more but it can also like do things that you really weren't intending to do okay Mm -hmm. i kind of want to bring in like a couple little things here yeah with this um so this is i guess a pseudo basketball pod a little bit but it's more on the conversation that i want to have yeah we talked about a couple individuals offline. Yeah. And we talked about habits. Uh-huh. Now, when you see um 
I'll just take AD. Okay, I'm yeah. a I'm a Laker fan. I'll take AD. Mm-hmm. Alternate day is gonna catchphrase thrown out there. I don't yeah. know if you caught that. Yeah, yeah, I've heard it. So AD alternate day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had the street clothes thing. You know, I've seen memes of him being Mr. Glass. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, we've seen LeBron get a lot of attention for his measured comments or whatever melodrama people believe that he has going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of attention brought to these things. Yeah. And there's a lot of these memes and a lot of this trolling <clears throat> going on and, and whatever the case may be. Yeah. My question for you is, why is it so prevalent? Do do people really believe like they just have the next great idea and that mm-hmm. this is their way of getting that scud missile off? Yeah. To a certain extent, it's just online like people react to it right like the more insane thing you post the more reactions you're gonna receive and that's realistically a story as old as the internet but it even goes before the internet like we've always had insane like headline grabbing news there's a reason marketing is a job and there's a reason like Things like this continue to make money. It's just the way it makes people react. And the the problem with it is people can veer too far, like we I said before, on the, the harmful harassment side. When they're just trying to get clicks, they're just trying to get laughs because all attention is good attention. So... It's it's one of those things where you I don't want to speak and like condemn it as as a whole condemn the act of trolling, but the problem is people then use it as a term to like get away with just straight up vitriol and hatred. So like there, it's okay to mess with your friends. It's okay to do whatever you're doing, but don't be an asshole like i i've been that person before in my life i when i was a a young kid 13 or 14 years old and girls were not paying attention to me i was so fucking mad at justin bieber for just existing and every girl i liked had a crush on justin bieber so i hated him I went on his Facebook page and I posted hateful homophobic comments a bunch as a, a young kid. And now as an adult, that's something I really regret and I want to have learned from. I've removed it. I've uh, posted comments like trying to take back all the all the things I've done in the past, but you can't like undo it. It's just like something that has become culturally accepted and the guise of anonymity on the internet just makes you feel like you can go around and do whatever you want. It's it's a really hard situation for sure. Okay. So then my next question is, is trolling... Is trolling something useful? Is it a useful tool in a societal format? Well, like, it depends because, like, then you can get into, like, debating the value of comedy and stuff like that. And that, like, veers closer to, like, debating the value of the arts and and things that... Uh, we can't really talk about in a way that makes sense because you can't put money on something like this, despite the fact that you can sell it. It's not something that has like a tangible 
number sign value. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say that, but I think there needs to be like a stronger condemnation against some of the heinous acts that exist out there on the internet and cause some people to develop issues in their life. Like it's, it's very insane. Like you, we can go deeper than this with stuff like, uh, revenge porn and deep fakes and like things that exist on the internet that we are just allow that. Well, they're just allowed to be out there. Even if they're like legislated against, if something's on the internet, it doesn't leave. So that side of the world and that side of trolling needs to be something that we are actively trying to move against. But it's a hard thing to figure out how to snuff out all at once when, like we said earlier, it's the thing that gets all the clicks and all the reactions. Okay, so there's obviously a intrinsic value in it because there's an attention grab obviously Mm -hmm. for the person yeah right that does it Mm -hmm. for sure okay so in some sort of fashion it gives them sort of some sort of self-importance yeah yeah to a certain extent okay Mm -hmm. then the question that i also have with it is that this pod, this conversation, um, these Friday conversations, we're ta- we're always going to always kind of go back to the self-worth, right? Mm-hmm. We're always going to kind of, we want to make sure that people are really understanding that their value in this world is a lot more than whatever your boss think it, thinks it is. Uh, hopefully not your spouse or your significant mm-hmm. other thinks it yeah. is, you know, hopefully guys are on the same page but if it's not and you see that it's not that you make the necessary adjustments where that isn't Mm -hmm. the case you know um we go back to my mother again you know not trying to make it sad but we go back to that yeah but so my question is is that obviously um trolling in in a way where it's um hurtful and that it's in a harassment type of form is really killed a lot of our and I don't mean killed in a literal form but it actually has happened but we are we individuals are we are we is it a herd mentality why are these kids getting bullied why is this why is it fun why is it fun at all to to the to okay Cause here's the thing, I know that you've done it, yeah. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and I know that it wasn't coming from like a really hurtful place. So the reason well, why I'm asking you is because I know that there's going to be a there's a going to be a robust conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, like there, like like I said, there's there's levels to it, and there's layers for sure. There is trolling that isn't hurtful at all like for example uh our guy momo loves to come up with various basketball trolls where he'll like just say outrageous things like lebron isn't a top 15 player of all time and he's just trying to get someone to bite so he can string them along and mess with them and see what he can get them to say He's just just have, making a joke, having a good time with a friend. That's trolling also. When Okay, can I ask why that's fun? Can I ask, that's okay. Let me ask that question. Be- why is that considered fun? Because it makes him laugh and it makes other people laugh and I I think it's a good way to just get jokes going generally. You just, it's just fun to mess with people. Okay. Uh, I don't know. All right. So that's not something new though. No. Okay. But 
All right, let me let me ask this question. All right, because I've heard some of the conversations, right? Like, yeah. oh, well, this dude played against milkmen and postal workers and plumbers yeah. and blah, 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 yeah. and all this other, right? Uh, which is, like, super disrespectful to the older generation. But I understand it. I got it. You know, you guys were born in a certain time frame. That, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. basketball didn't exist until, like, you know, 94 or whatever. Yeah. So I get it, right? Yeah. But it's like, it's outlandish. And I understand that Momo understands the outlandishness of the statement, right? I understand he gets it Uh that Larry Bird wasn't this like dude that played basketball. He was, he was okay. Mm. Like he's a legend. He's, he's a, He's a top 20 guy, easy. In some ranks, he's top 10, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, when you say, oh, well, he, he played against, like, completely inferior talent, and, like, I couldn't even have him on my bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just trying to get a reaction out of you, trying to get you frustrated. That's- okay. Okay. So, in a sense... Trolling has become, I think, like the new schoolyard, like pulling pig. Oh, that dude got oh his he got some old Jordans. <laughs> no, not Why is Jordans not really, not really, because it's not the like when we're talking about it in this circumstance, it's not pointed like that at someone necessarily. It's just the people like. That specific one, they know, bothers the older generation. It's not just you who they say stuff like that to. It's any person, like, over the age of 30 who watches basketball. They just try to discount whatever era of basketball that they like. It's And it's almost like in reaction to the way some of the old heads used to talk about how oh, this guy couldn't play in my era, especially like even up till like 2015, I feel like that talk was in abundance before this Warriors team came along that was just killing everyone. And teams started from the past, started watching them being like, oh, we couldn't contend with this. And then they started seeing teams in the NBA contend with that. And they realized that like, Hey, hey, maybe this generation's a little bit better than we used to be. So I feel like that conversation doesn't exist as much anymore. But we're talking about a lot of younger guys who, when they started watching basketball, that was the conversation that kind of flooded all the sports channels constantly. It was always like, oh, you guys couldn't imagine this player back in the day. And even now it's kind of becoming this thing about Michael Jordan. Like people talking about how he's so much better than LeBron and we just don't understand what he's like. It's, I still have Jordan above LeBron all time, but like you you got to look at this guy's career and see that they're uh, damn near on the same level. So I guess... I guess I just jumped around to several different topics, but like, no, it seems, it seems to be tribal a little bit. It also seems to be like, okay, obviously generations. Cause what this reminds me of is, you know, when I was listening, my formative years were listening to hip hop. Yeah. And my, and my mom going, what is this? Yeah. And now you don't understand this same debate you don't get it rap music and you're old and you're washed uh-huh. and you're just old we that's what we call them we yeah just, like you are geriatric right now you know just yeah in your little <laughs> and that, will you turn it around to the debate about mumble rap today oh my it, yeah well okay it's it's the exact same thing just happened no, i get it i understand all over no. again it's just like a version of generations going up against each other about various topics 
Also, so, uh, another tale as old as time is when people are really young, they generally hate their own generation and think, oh, I wish I was born some other generation, and they glorify some time of the past. It's, like, just cyclical. You can see it happening with so many people in so many ways, and it doesn't seem like it's going to change. All right, so give me a trolling situation Mm -hmm. that really blurs the line and it's now on the unhealthy line. Like what is the type of stuff that like, you're telling me the stuff that Momo's doing is all in fun, even though it's trying to get a reaction. Yeah. yeah. It's it's for comedic effect more than it is anything else. So now where is, where's the line? And then what's like right after the line where we're, 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 we're probably hurting someone or a like I sub, think a subset that, of people or whatever case may be. I think you hit it the nail right on the head. It's when you're hurting someone. I okay. think when another person is getting impacted by the things you're saying, <clears throat> that's that's where you draw the line. You're the goal of doing those types of things should not be to hurt someone else's feelings. Boy, I, and I think a lot of the time with even the more vitriolic hatred that we see mm-hmm. online, like the, the exact thing I was talking about with Justin Bieber is like, I didn't at the time want to hurt Justin Bieber's feelings at all. I just wanted to get a reaction. I just, I, I was mad. I was sitting there trying to like spark some sort of attention and I didn't know how else to do it uh, so i i honestly started to look towards some of those incel tendencies that existed in my like youth my early teens because i just felt like i think i'm great and girls don't think i'm great so it's must be their fault i it's just a failure to look introspectively at that point so to bring it back to the topic It's whenever you have a person whose feelings are being hurt by what you're saying and whether what, whatever way it's affecting them, whether you meant to hurt their feelings or not, that's where you draw the line. And if someone tells you that what you're doing is hurting their feelings or affecting them negatively in any way whatsoever, just, Fucking stop it. Like, why are you doing that? Okay. So let me bring it back to the previous conversation. Usually when I go in, I I would love to have like spark a debate where it's, you know, we're open to like the ideas of whatever. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you are on that era topic, sometimes I feel when I'm in that sort of realm with them it's just like okay this is not even this can't even be a debate because they can't see it and it makes you it makes me feel Mm. i can only speak for myself because i do actually enjoy the conversation right yeah it makes me feel like your time of watching basketball was irrelevant. So we disregard all of that. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not meant in the form of fashion of of that, yeah. It gives off that vibe. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I understand. Where I understand where they're revolting against yeah. other people that aren't open who say, oh the older generation they play all these games, blah, 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 low management, you guys are stupid, young, blah, 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 I don't know what this is, the the, the three-point shot killed the game. I'm none of those things. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right? I know. But I feel feel as if this would have been voiced, like your your feelings about this and this way, I I think it, it wouldn't come up in the same way. 
No, and I, the reason why we're having this thing is so then there is, see, we have a medium where we can talk about these things, right? Mm -hmm. This is it. This is why we're having this conversation. But it wasn't about me. It, it was just something where I was just, I would love for them to kind of think of, about that beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that the joke is hard to not take. Mm -hmm. But is this somebody who's coming in to just absolutely trashing the new generation? Or is this somebody who's coming in and actually really would lo love to have an actual conversation about, you know, where do you think the cutoff was? Where do you think the cutoff was of like when, you know, you know, basketball really kind of like morphed into this thing that we have going on? Mm -hmm. you know, or, or whatever the case may be. Is there a, is there an era that we can just go ahead and say that era really wasn't basketball, even though it did generationally and it all, it all moved up, right? It all kind of yeah. moved athletically. Uh, the training got better, all of that, right? It all moved. So obviously there's going to be some generations that just didn't have that. Yeah. So, yes, of course they were behind the eight ball because they mm -hmm. just didn't have it, right? Yeah. It is what it is. But it's, that's what I'm saying is that yeah. you have somebody who you don't know. Like we do it in, remember when we have green room or whatever? You have somebody who don't know. Mm -hmm. And they come in and. Did we fill them out enough to make a real legitimate statement to go ahead and do that? To go ahead and troll? Just a little more restraint, I guess, what I'll be maybe ask a couple more questions to get the answer you're looking for, sort of thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. Or, I mean, I could be looking at this completely wrong. I, no, I don't think you're looking at it completely wrong necessarily i i do understand the way you feel and and i do like i do get it and i think that's actually like a really interesting conversation to have for sure mm -hmm. just talking about the the various cutoff lines and i think there's like personally I think there's a pretty evident one when the three-point line came in and Magic and Bird just came in the league as well. Um, but I... When it, like, these are conversations we could have for sure. I just think it would need to be addressed in such a way that... Let, that it's clear that's what's going on, I think. Because I think there's, like, a a default energy that exists within in those rooms and stuff. That That's, like, a conversation that can go beyond this. There's just certain places that when you're there, you can't have intelligent conversation. It's not, it's just not what, what is exactly. And I get that part. Some, some of it is there to blow off steam. And this is where I want to lead to the next one. Nico is when it kind of goes wrong. Cause we've had some, we've been on audio apps, right? We've yeah. been on these. We've tried to, you know, even tried to bring this, sort of format a little bit to that uh, yeah. area. Sorry, green room. You just, it wasn't rest in, rest in peace. peace. So, um, but we've had situations where we've seen things escalate to a level where it went wrong. And that's where I'm trying to get at is where, where's the trolling respectively, like in a, I guess a lighthearted sense. Yeah, and then somehow it transfers to this other negative thing. Like there's a there's like a little level in between those two where there's some sort of combustible uh, language that happens, and sometimes we've been in situations where it's gone zero to sixty, and it seems like it happened in a lightning bolt moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it's just. 
I I think certain people are better at taking things than others. And mm-hmm. like when it comes to taking jokes, it doesn't mean that you're not allowed to get offended by a joke. You're mm-hmm. absolutely allowed to get offended by a joke. But even jokes you get offended by they there's like different ways people react certain people get very angry and if you're gonna tell an offensive joke you need to calculate that into the essence before you you deliver the joke Mm -hmm. because there there's a lot of people who definitely freak out um and do you think like the audio mediums, the audio apps, um, some a lot of the ways, the various ways that we communicate now, especially your generation and the generation that is underneath you, and I would consider that the twenty-one to twenty-five range, because you're kind of in that twenty-eight to thirty-four range mm-hmm. type of deal. Yeah. Um, do um, you believe that? God, I, it's going to sound old. Mm-hmm. It's an actual question. Do you believe that these these ways of communicating are helpful or more causes more divide when it comes to these type of things? Because sometimes you're not seeing the person. You don't understand if it's coming off in a sarcastic way. What? Where do you fall in it, because I don't want to. I'm not denouncing any of these apps. These apps have been completely helpful to me in yeah. various ways. But my 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 thing is is that with anything good, there's always a dark side. Mm-hmm. There's always it, yeah, of course. It's the thing oldest time. Mm-hmm. So my question is is what's your level of positivity? I think gen- I know you find them useful. Yeah, I but I think generally pretty high. I think I I understand the negativity that comes with it on certain levels. But there's also like a lot of places you can go online where that kind of stuff is not tolerated. Our mm-hmm. Discord specifically is a is a small group. There's thirty people in there, and they're all pretty close friends. So, a lot just anything goes for the most part. But there's a lot of bigger, more populated rooms and, and moderated Twitter spaces. There's there's areas you can go where that isn't the culture and that type of stuff isn't accepted. And for the most part, I, I've seen a lot of positives with social audio apps, especially for people who struggle communicating, who are having a hard time getting out of the house, getting out of the box and just talking to new people. They're, people just can hop into a Twitter space and let their voice be heard. It isn't something that's existed for a lot of people before and it's kind of brought a more human element to social media than has really existed before because even in like video app and stuff you're still curating to your audience live streams to a certain extent you're you're doing the same thing as well they can, they're maybe not pre-recorded, but they're pre-planned and organized and everything. When you're in a social audio app, you're having conversations with other humans who react like other humans. And it generally, I think, can be uh, something that leads to the flow of a really good conversation and the building of strong bonds as well. Well, we have seen that because obviously that's how we kind of connected, yeah. obviously. And and shouts out to our group. Shouts out to Momo. Um, shouts out to uh, Patrick and Kendall and Kyler and uh, Dane. You can't forget Dane, right? No, of course not. Can't forget. I can't. 
our guy I can't forget Dean. Yeah, he's been gone for you know a long time, but that's our Yale graduate brother. Yeah, and it's like I haven't even had a chance to tell him how like how much I appreciate him and how much I missed him for a while because I was I was busy and stuff going on. Yeah, and you know they kind of led me down some rabbit holes just listening to conversations and mm-hmm. then going back and saying, okay, let me rethink this and kind of look at it a different way and talk to a different person and get an answer that made some sense to me. Yeah. So, you know, they've, they sparked a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. So there's definitely great things that come of it. The one thing that I do want to bring up is, do you remember the Nick and Anissa rooms? Yes, I do. I do. Okay. Nick and Anissa rooms. We're actually trying to bring that back. That's a tease. We'll talk about it later. It's it's all in development right now, but look out for that. But the one thing that I want to talk about those rooms is how positive they were. But the other thing that I want to bring in is just the mood when somebody came in and said something just for the sake of, I'm going to put all the attention on me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say something that is completely out of left field, outlandish, and definitely not in the mode of what the conversation was. Yeah. And killed literally the spirit of whatever that conversation was. Yeah, exactly. That exists everywhere. Okay. And, but like that, that isn't trolling. That's being an intention whore. That's just like there are people who come in and they think that's what they're doing and again even on those apps there's a place for that kind of behavior but Mm -hmm. when you come into rooms just to mess up the vibe you're you're not making anyone laugh it's just like uh another (laughs) another bad thing from my past i guess i'm spilling a lot in this podcast but uh me and my friend used to go into this local library near uh, our high school and just like yell, just like walk in and just yell and scare everyone and then leave. It's that exact same that it's that exact same thing. The people just want that split second reaction. They just want. I guess. I guess maybe I'm talking myself back into it and it is the same thing as trolling. It's just, it, it exists in, in kind of like a different space. I, I don't know. That's another thing with the line, I guess in a place like Nick and Denise's rooms though, where they're just spreading love and positivity and that's the entire thing. Or like, on Green Room, I saw, and on Twitter Spaces now, I see several church services that exist to help people who can't get to church in a normal way, and they can go there to go have a service with the congregation. The people who troll in situations like that, like, come on, man. Like, that's that's just... It's, not not acceptable behavior i'll I'll say i I clearly it flusters me no this actually probably leads to a topic that we need to talk about down the road which is (laughs) self-awareness and some self-restraint yeah you know know what's going on but no the this is a good conversation this is why i wanted to have it because i wanted to kind of get in the know about what it is that's going on because yeah i understand in our room there's just going to be a certain mentality we are there to just kind of like bust balls every once in a while mm-hmm. and every once in a while we'll get a golden nugget from somebody and yeah they, you probably shouldn't have said that because mm-hmm. that's an hour of entertainment for the group that we have unfortunately for the person who says whatever it is Some stupid thing yeah me, I know I've said some stupid stuff, so oh, I'm good there. Me too. <clears throat> so, many, many times. so now we've also been in some places where some things have been said that were really, really like um damaging. Yeah. And you know, we kind of discussed a little bit of, of it, but we 
we've been in some situations where um, maybe a guy that was in our group for a while and then uh, some things happened. Yeah. Um, he had a tendency to take it a little too far. Yeah. And not know the boundary levels. A, a young man out of the great state of Texas and, uh, you know, uh, think about him almost oh. every day. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm sorry. So, I didn't I didn't think that's where you were going. Um, yeah, I'm I'm going there. Yeah. Because I think about him every day. I and I think about to, the pain that he was in um every day because there was definitely a cry for help. There was. In, yeah. in a lot of what he was going through. Um and what what a lot of people don't understand is we'll we'll say it. Um there was a gentleman that was in our in our little group when we were in green room and what what was it called right before green room locker room locker room right um brian and brian was very smart mm -hmm. uh brian was brilliant charismatic um, very charismatic mm -hmm. this guy uh could carry a room yeah absolutely but Brian had a a mode of destruction. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, that's the only way to put it. And there were just levels that he was willing to go to that were really uncomfortable. Yeah. He now, he did it for the well, sake of comedy. He did. I don't think there was really... I think the only ill intention is that I am willing to take it to this level for the sake of comedy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, maybe you and I wouldn't take it to that level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we would go to a certain level and then let whatever innuendo happen. But we're not going to literally say it and then put this person on the spot and make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. He had a way of doing that. Yes, yes. He, he and that's when I think the trolling goes bad. Yeah, he definitely obliged in the shock jock humor. He was big, big on that stuff, though he was also very funny in many other ways. Um, he's, he's a hard one for me to talk about, man, because... Him and I were were often adversarial uh, because I I de definitely am bothered by that kind of stuff and um, the resident SJW of the group. So the two of us often found ourselves clashing, but there was a love and respect between us as well. And so many late nights that the two of us just stayed up till we were the last ones in the room talking on very real levels. And he was overall like a magnificent man. Like there, there were definitely things about him that came off, came off, the wrong way and some very disrespectful things he said that I did not approve of. But overall, as a human being, he was still a great one. And and that's the thing that I want to talk about because the person that he offended usually they only got to see that that snapshot. Mm -hmm. And it was really unfortunate because yeah. you would come away from it with a negative opinion and experience mm -hmm. from him. And it was his fault. like Yeah, and it was. It definitely was. But and that's, that's what I'm saying is that yeah. knowing him and knowing how he cared. Mm -hmm. And how and was. I saw him stick up for people in those situations and use his powers for good, if you want to. Oh, oh of course. Well. Yeah, yeah. He, um, when he used his powers for good, he was uh, the best there was. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever be to do it. Yeah, um, right. But that's what I'm saying is that you 
that was the only snapshot of him mm. for that particular person. Yeah. And then they left with a sour taste. Now, these are people that would even come back later or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. he was periodically like in out sometimes. So the person that he really offended really never got to know him again. Or they would leave when he'd come in. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. Or block so, him. And yeah. Then whenever they came, they'd come in, he couldn't come in. <laughs> right. Like, I've been trying to get in this room for like two hours now. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's that's the the area of, of trolling where it becomes harmful. And like you said, it's it's a it's a you thing. It is. It's a you thing. And maybe we take a second before we press send or before we speak. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and a while to learn that for sure. Yeah, and the great thing about the audio apps, it does give people the opportunity to grow in that space where now you're you're not held to a standard, mm-hmm. and you can kind of grow into your voice and grow into your opinions without disrespecting someone else's opinions. Mm-hmm. Like the the level of change that I definitely see in Kendall, right? We've talked about it. I've said it. Oh yeah, you know, to Kendall's face. So me saying it to people who are in Italy and Germany now is not a big deal. Yeah. Shouts out to the United Kingdom and uh, Europe for checking us out. We appreciate the support. Yeah. But what? Uh, fantastic present that was Mm -hmm. to see that yeah unfortunately i don't get momo on the level yet like we just haven't had a talk like a real talk so Mm -hmm. we we will there'll be a time and space for it for it to happen Mm -hmm. you know but yeah it was good to see him really grow like yeah really grow so I'm so excited for him. He's coming and up with the wedding. Oh, uh, yeah. You're going to have to talk <laughs> about that one. Oh, man. I'm, I think I'm going to be summer leaguing it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Fair. Uh, but, yeah. So, I mean, I think what would be your final thoughts of it? I mean, because you're in the space a lot and you're going to – you kind of – straddle line every once in a while you 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 uh you engage a little bit so what so what would be your piece of advice to people who are using these audio apps using twitter using uh uh tiktok or whatever the case may be to uh do these things where what's like your, your thoughts on it i this conversation definitely has moved into a direction talking about these apps that I I feel more people need to sort of discuss. I feel like a lot of people on the apps just kind of like hop on and don't really think before they do so. And <clears throat> starting to realize and maybe maybe as they exist for longer this form of trolling won't get as out of hand that that's definitely part of my my hope for the future and overall i would just say like it's it's a really good thing to use and to open yourself up to and it even myself as someone who doesn't really have difficulty talking to people it's it's opened up the things i talk about and the things i feel comfortable about talking about so much more especially in nisa's room so it it's something that i think everyone should at least get out there and try if it's not for you it's not for you it's not going to be for everyone 
but at least take a look at it and don't just dismiss it offhand because I was hesitant at first too. It took me a while to get locker room because I was scared to talk to strangers, but man, once, once you get in there and you, you accept it, I, I think it can be really helpful in so many ways. And that's why the vision for us is these conversations, right? Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to further this conversation more and more. But also, we have a dream of, of having spaces like that on Twitter. Yeah, oh, definitely. Uh, I believe it's coming. Uh, we just got to work it out. And there's a couple people that we want. Mm-hmm. And they seem very interested, but they're in a in a in a life season right now uh, that is good. It's, it's very fruitful, but it's hectic. So uh, we got to allow them their space to do what they need to do. But yeah. I want them to have conversations like we just had. Mm-hmm. I, I want them involved in this. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I like to say is, because um, the easy thing to say is, you know, would you say that to that person's face? Right? It's pretty simple. Would you say that to that person's face? Yeah. But no, it's not that simple because also this is a place where it is safe and you can be a little more emboldened, right? That's the point of it. You're supposed to be comfortable saying things you wouldn't necessarily say in another person. Exactly. So I do, I am getting that point. Disrespectful. I like, as. As complicated as we've we've made it seem for the last 50 minutes and as much as we talked about it, it's just very straightforward. Just be think of other people before you act and think about how they will take things and don't disrespect them. It's it's very straightforward at that point. So like. I, I don't know if we're going to open any eyes with this. It's We're not breaking new ground, but just... Take the temperature of the damn room. Yes. Yes. Yes, take the temperature of the room. Just a little bit. Have some self-awareness to know that your whatever witty scud missile that you're trying to get off mm-hmm. might not land well here. Yeah. In that situation. So it's all those things all wrapped up into one but i really enjoyed the discussion and i really enjoyed this you know because the one thing about it is is that you know i've been really open to these ideas because i think that's how front runner podcast collective is going to move forward because we're trying to build a community we want a place where people can oh did you hear what nico and vince said about about brendan miller like wow i can't believe it i can't believe they said that that's you know um, I want them to be able to have like even little factions about AEW and WWE. Oh. Um, <clears throat> generations in music, right? For sure. You know, all that. And I would love for a place where it would be, we could all kind of come together and be able to discuss these things and, and, and it'd be, every, everybody just be open just to the concept. Of, what's going on of conversations of conversations which is the name of the uh, pod now there we go so friday conversations you have been part of a somewhat of a cathartic situation yeah. uh production meeting and also what this pod is going to be about so friday conversations will come to you every week on this feed and uh, I think I'm going to go to the other logo. So thoughts overtakes when we put it up as well. What do you think yeah. about that? Uh, oh, no, keep this. What are we doing? Well, I like I like this one for now. We mm-hmm. I, I don't mind that idea, but I want to have an episode around it when we have it. Maybe that's the idea for next week. Yeah, sir. We might have to do that. We'll figure it out. We might have to bring on guests. Uh, by the way, as a programming note, uh, Belinda, who was on this pod last Friday, was itching to be on this one. Yeah. And she ran out of time. Too. So there will be multiple members of this uh, 
this multiverse? Yeah, I <laughs> there's a good hint for you because uh, I <clears throat> Shannon would like to be on a pod soon as well. So we're so, gonna, we're gonna work on that going forward. I'm looking forward to that conversation because her and I have to have a, a James Harden intervention in the middle of that podcast. Oh, so. we could do that the day after. I saw that, buddy. I saw I saw this. Oh, that was unintentional. <laughs> yeah, I saw that, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Great thing about video uh, platform now is yeah. things, things come across. I, I'm a very visually expressive person, so I have to like <laughs> hold it together. That wasn't on purpose, I nope. swear to God, but mm-hmm. just in mm-hmm. general. It was a 40-inch slip. Yeah, I'm no. trying to get Nico to come out of his shell, if you yeah. haven't noticed. I push Nico harder than anybody I push in my life yeah. just because I love him. And love there's so much underneath the surface and uh you know he's not pushed in a way let's let's clean this up <laughs> do you feel that you're pushing away where it's uncomfortable by me i'm i'm not sure i understand do you feel that some of the things that i have kind of expressed to you has been in a way where it has pushed push you in a in an uncomfortable in- setting Maybe only in a good way. It's just like figuring out how I can like prioritize my life better and give myself a bit of a break sometimes. And it's something I'm not used to. So perhaps uncomfortable on that uh, spectrum, but not in any other way. Yeah. We have been trying to allow Nico to breathe through a lot of stuff that's going on behind not the scenes. Uh, yeah, he's not big on it, but I'm big on it for him. So yeah. I'm his breathing advocate. Mm-hmm. So when he's talking about life plans with Shannon and, and weddings and cousins that just drop out from the blue and things oh. going on there yeah. and my parent dying, his parents having issues, and then we throw work, school, and this on top of it, mm-hmm. there's a lot going yeah. on. So, again, I say grace is given here, at least here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. trying to give grace. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. For that being said, Nico, I just thank you so much for this conversation. I feel yeah. like illuminated by this. I'm and, sorry. uh, I think, like you said, it's up to us, right? It's up mm-hmm. to our our interpretations. It's up to how we treat people as you want to be treated. Yeah, You know, if you want to be treated with respect and, and what have you, you're mm-hmm. going to get that in return. If you want to be treated in a way where it might be harsh or what have you, come into the room and say the wrong thing at the wrong time. Yeah, and I'm sure you're going to get some voices that are going to uh, yell out loudly. In protest for that. So uh, the rooms can be a minefield. Yeah. Uh, pick one out. Um, be very um, discerning about it. But it's always a good opportunity to share um, yourself in a way that maybe there's some anonymous to it. Mm-hmm. And then you can be a little bit more vulnerable. There's yeah. a good tool in there mm-hmm. but don't be scared uh take a leap of faith and uh see if you can connect with somebody and that's the whole point of the series and that's the whole point of the friday conversation so with that being said for the canadian bomber the canadian shaman the canadian bill simmons the canadian son of loretta Kern. And for this podcast and this podcast only, I did come up with it. I found it. And we're not going to use Dr. Phil. No, we going back to Oprah, homeboy. Oh, the man. Canadian Oprah. No, that's Nico Miatello. That one is yeah. unacceptable. No, you're going, you're getting it. You're getting, you're getting it. Yourself, man. No, it's, it's good. Oh. You have the compassion to pull it off. I, I believe well, in you. I, I appreciate it. I believe in you, sir. 
So <laughs> we are good. We've gone an hour. I hope this quad kind of kicks off your weekend in a in a cool little vibe. I hope the conversation was um, you know, a little poignant, but also, you know, will give you something to think about. And uh I promise we're gonna have some fun on here at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one day. One day. <laughs> It won't be all serious, damn it. Oh, it will maybe, be some fun. Maybe it will come up with something fun for next week. Yeah, I, I, I've been looking for it. I've been mm-hmm. looking for it, but we will get to it. Yeah. All right. Um, We'll be back on this feed, I believe, Monday. That'll be the basketball show. Um, And hopefully nothing happens in between. That would be great. I would be yeah. so excited about that. So uh, we are out. Have a good weekend.